I actually have a, a lot of Disney news. That's shocking. It's all negative. Uh, I not mean, shocking. I have two pieces of Disney news. I need some. I need a uh, top news. I can't find my news document, so I'm just going to need you for a minute. So whatever you want to call it. Oh, what about Disney insults a legend? Which legend? I'm just curious. Uh, Frank Oz. I don't know the story, so let's do it. Disney's Frank failure. Yeah. Do you like that? Disney frankly fails. Yeah, there you uh, go. All right. You can say it's 966. Episode 966, Disney frankly fails. And other news. And other, and other news. I'm out of practice. It's been two weeks. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you theology at warp speed. I'm Ben Anderson. I'm Ben DiMono, and we're back. We're back, everybody. For news, Ben, I missed you last week. How was your vacation? It was actually pretty great. Anything you want to share with the audience? And so I was in Myrtle Beach, as my my parents live there, and uh, I was visiting. Uh, me and my older two went there, but so the setup was, so my parents only have one spare bedroom. So uh, just to back up, I wasn't supposed to go on this trip. The reason I did is we were going to do the thing because I have direct flights from Minneapolis to Myrtle Beach. So we're going to do the thing like where you take your kids to the gate, they get on the plane, and my parents are waiting at the gate, you know, so you can do that. With COVID, they changed the age requirements for what you can do that with for having minors fly alone. So I wound up flying down with the kids. But the catch was my parents only have one spare room in their house. My kids stayed there. And then I rented an Airbnb above Grand Strand Brewery in Myrtle Beach. And I was telling you where, because if you ever go to Myrtle Beach, the Grand Strand Brewery has Airbnb lofts above them and really fantastic. So okay. highly recommended. All right. Plus, the other reason I recommend this is like, so Myrtle Beach along the beach is kind of a zoo. So like to the north of where I was staying, if you go north, you get to the boardwalk. We only went to the boardwalk once. Horrifying. Like, imagine that just you teleported uh, 12 Walmarts full of people there. It's like that level of people. And just like, oh, that's you know. So, that's so mean. That's so mean. <laughs> but but it, you know exactly what I mean. It's like people who are wearing things they shouldn't be wearing. You know, it's like God gave each of us a certain body type. You know, people talk about, like, beautiful at every size. Well, I don't know. Anyway, the point is. The, the 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 great unwashed literally masses are north of of Grand Strand Brewery. To the south is like trailer parks. Okay, so there's kind of but then there's this little sliver, and it's just fantastic. So I I had a great time. I, I would walk to the beach every night and have a cigar. I'd walk to the beach in the morning, have a coffee, maybe a cigar. It just—it was wonderful. It was so wonderful. And then I'd hang out with my parents and kids in the the afternoon and and evening. It was it was a great vacation. Okay. And I don't usually have those, but no. I highly recommend it. So, yeah, if you're in going to Myrtle Beach, and I wouldn't go if my parents didn't live there, so I can't recommend that. But if you do, uh, and you just want a nice, really relaxing vacation, like I would recommend this. Just just rent one of those lofts above the, the Grand Strand Brewing in Myrtle Beach, and then you, you're two blocks from the beach. You're in walking distance. It's phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. All right. That sounds great. 
All right. Well, Ben, you had the top news today. I you had, you had told me off the air what this is, so I know where you're going, but I wasn't familiar with this news until you told it to me. So go ahead and share it with the audience. Yeah. So everybody knows Frank Oz. Right. Yoda, right? Yoda, the Muppets. So Frank Oz said in an interview today that Disney doesn't want him to perform the Muppets anymore. So Disney is turning their nose up at Frank Oz. Did he say why? Uh, he says that they've taken the soul out of the franchise, mm. so they want to go in a different direction. So I think Frank Oz, uh, well, first of all, what a wise guy. He Obviously, you think Yoda's wisdom was just part of the acting. It was not. He, he clearly knows a thing or two. And uh, he says there's a demarcation line between the Jim Henson Muppets and the Disney Muppets. There's an inability for corporate America to understand the value of something they bought. They had never understood it thus. It's not just about the puppets. It's about the performers who love each other and have worked together for many years. That's 100% correct. And I think that it, like that is the issue with Disney, is that they want to just suck everything out of it and, and corporatize it and then just package it and resell it. And it's trash. So Disney, uh, listen to Frank Oz, but you won't. Because you're you're an evil, evil corporation, and and everyone uh, who knows what's up knows that you're up to no good. You said you had two pieces of Disney news. What yeah. So the other one is this was I happen to see this is related to the Disney parks. Oh. Okay? okay. So when you go to the Disney parks, as you can imagine, the lines are very long. For the right. rides. And what year were you there? 2016? Yeah. 17? No, no, no. Uh, 20, 2013, oh, 2012. Wow. Okay. No, it couldn't have been 2012. Yeah. It, had, it was definitely... Well, wait a second. I lived in the apartment, so I had just been married. Yeah. I think it was 2013. 2013. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so when you go to Disney and the lines are really long... You, they have this this feature, and you're gonna think this actually sounds really good for such an evil corporation. It's called a fast pass. Okay. Did you, you know, get that fast pass? Yeah. Do you know how the fast pass works? No, I've not, I haven't been to Disney since 2006. So let's say that it's 11 a.m. and you want to ride uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which is really the only ride worth riding, and I don't think it's even there anymore because uh, I got rid of it because they're they're evil that way. So you go up. And you say, I would like to ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And you go to the Fast Pass machine and it will spit out a little pass for you, like a little slip of paper, and it will give you a return time. So it might say like one o'clock. Then at one oh. o'clock, you go there and you can go into a much shorter line because they have a limited number for each time. Okay. So now you can go do other things. You come back and maybe instead of waiting for an hour, you wait for 10 minutes. Oh, wow. That is great. That's well, such a nice thing that they're doing. The fast pass is no more. What? Yeah, so <laughs> it's being replaced. It's being replaced. And, and and I should mention the fast pass was free too. Okay. It's totally free. Well, it was as unusual because I remember yeah. you mentioned Nothing's that free. everything costs money at Disney. Well, I guess there was one exception. And I say was. But the fast pass. The fast pass. But what? It's been replaced with the Genie app. So it's all it's all going to be app based now. Like Aladdin? Yeah. Okay. And I think it's called Genie Plus. Okay. So Genie I, Plus. I said, I, before you go too far, I'm playing a little bit dumb. I am mildly familiar with this story, and I know where you're going, but go ahead. Keep, Genie keep Plus is a new service that does a similar thing to the Fast Pass, but guess what? It costs money. It costs money. 20 bucks per person per day. Okay. So Not per pass, at least, but per day. Yeah, per, per day. So think about this. You know, you, you have saved your money for years. <laughs> For years, 
Like, this is a stretch for your family to be able to go to Disney World, but you're going to take the kids. Okay, you, you save all this money. It's costing you literally thousands of dollars to fly, to, to stay, whether you stay on site or off site to, you know, transportation, which, by the way, that's the other thing they did away with. It used to be that if you paid, you stayed on site, uh, there was this thing called the Disney Magical Express, which was a free shuttle from the airport. Okay. Uh, no longer free. Okay. You now have to did pay. You, did you take that magical yeah, shuttle? Yeah. It was my favorite ride, the one back to the airport. It's the best <laughs> ride there was. Actually, that ride was worth paying for. But I know it was free, so that's not free anymore either. And then, you know, you think of the food and the transportation, all that. So you're, you are thousands of dollars in, literally thousands of dollars. And I know this because when I, I discovered this story, I was, I was uh, complaining about it or gloating about it kind of both at the same time and i went found a disney calculator and i figured out like for my family which is a large family it would be yeah. like at least twelve thousand dollars oh my goodness to go to disney wow so well you should state though i mean six kids yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's still yeah still cut it in half yeah, yeah. like you've got three kids yeah, so, so about well i mean we could do the math later six but, seven thousand yeah. dollars but 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 we have to also include that you have parents in that so yeah yeah so well, anyways we get the point yeah. it's not exactly half it's it's yes, it's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you get there, and you think you know. So you, you've arrived. You're in the door. Crowds everywhere. But you think, okay, it's okay, because the fast pass. I'll just do the fast pass. Nope, it's Genie Plus. And what do you do? You say, excuse me, park worker. They call themselves cast members, which is the dumbest thing. It's like when people who worked at Subway refer to themselves as sandwich artists. No, you worked at Subway. You're not a sandwich artist. You followed. You, it's like the exact opposite of art. Corporate Subway has an exact recipe that you have to follow so that your Subway sub in Tucson, Arizona tastes the same as it does in Boise, Idaho. Okay, so I don't want to hear about you're a sandwich artist. <laughs> Same thing. You're not a cast member. You're a paid shill. So you go up to the, 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 the poor victim who's working there. You say, excuse me, I've heard about this fast pass. And now I hear Genie Plus. How do I use Genie Plus? I downloaded the app. It's not working. They say $20 a day. And you think, oh, I'm being nickeled and dime left and right. Oh, but for my kids, I can do $20 a day. You say, all right. $20 a day. Each. Each. So think about like for my family, it's $160 per day. Meaning that if I want to actually go on more than three rides a day, say I stay at the parks five days, that's almost another $1,000 wow. just to be able to use your ticket that you're already paying for. And people think this is a wholesome, family-friendly entertainment. It's the opposite of family-friendly. I'm sorry. Is, is, is emptying your bank account friendly to your family? It is not. I have a question. Has your family shown interest in returning to Disney every World time they land? start to? I tamp it down in a hurry. So you're you are. Th th there's no way that this ever happens in your life. Yeah, is that what you're saying? It's not happening. What? So next year, I got in a fight a couple of years ago with my wife because I told her that if she, because my wife's a stay-at-home mom, we have six kids, so of course she is. Yeah. I told her that if she wanted to go to Disney World, she had to go get a job and earn her oh, own oh, money. That's. <laughs> That probably was too far. <laughs> but I, I meant it, but she didn't appreciate that. 
So like it's our I earned this money. You, for you're us. saying do you, do you mean you meant it as a joke? No, I meant it. I was serious. <laughs> <laughs> he oh earned my. this money for us unless it, it's our money unless it involves going to Disney World in which case I earned this money it's mine <laughs> I can't believe you think that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> alright well let's move on from Disney So, but those were two interesting pieces so thanks for having that uh, what do you want to know about tonight just name something and I'll tell you if I have anything well, I know the it. Rocketeers getting rebooted yeah that's happening I don't have, <laughs> but I don't actually have that news it just came out today you know, here's something I'm interested in. The, on NBC, there was a show called Manifest that debuted maybe four years back. I started watching it. It was a little bit interesting, but I can't remember what was happening in my life. I just couldn't keep up with it. But it's always been on my radar, like, maybe I should return to Manifest. Then it got canceled w- in an unsatisfying way. Then it showed up on Netflix, and the numbers were really great when it comes to viewings. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this week, Netflix has announced they're going to do a, I think it's a fifth and final season of Manifest. But get this, Ben. One thing I like about these shows these days is that they typically have shorter seasons, which you can get through. Well, they ordered a twenty-episode final season. Holy smokes! I mean, does that mean all the other episodes or the other seasons are also twenty episodes? I don't know if I want to get into that. I like I, short shows. Yeah, now. I think they're all like that long. So I'm mildly interested in Manifest. I just don't know if I can commit to it at this point in my life. So, uh, speaking of movies, I was just going to share one other little anecdote okay. from my vacation. Yeah. So, you know, usually, as you know, listeners probably know, I have a fairly, I've been less rigid with it of late, but I have a system for watching movies. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, like, curation and yeah. all of that. So, you know, it's like, like I try and, I'm trying to get through lists, Criterion, I did the sight and sound list. So I, I have movies that I know I'm going <clears> to <throat> gonna watch. So I, you know, it's it's I try and avoid being just sitting there on the couch scrolling through Netflix. Mm-hmm. Well, on my vacation, I thought, well, I don't have my DVDs here, so I'm just going to do what the normies do, you know. That was a terrible idea. What did you find? What did you come well, across? Well, first of all, before I came across anything, yeah, you spend forever looking for a movie to watch. Like, a, what a horrible experience. Oh, what's on HBO? Maybe I want to watch that, but maybe I'll see if there's something better. Horrible experience. So just from, like, a user experience standpoint having a non-curated however that loosely that's defined list that you're watching through terrible terrible experience so much wasted time so but here's some of the things i watched so i rewatched prometheus which i had oh, on my excellent. list and i liked it i gave mm-hmm. it three and a half stars but then it was just like you know there's some movies I've, I've wanted to watch and i've been maybe interested in but didn't get around to some of them newer some of them older uh, so I had a couple that I, I started and just didn't even finish. So I started Sorry to Bother You. Didn't like it. Who's in that one? I don't know. Okay. I uh, started a, a horror movie called The Other Lamb. Didn't like it. Then I I watched The Hangover. Okay. Stupid. Oh, I would have thought this was right up your uh, alley. So, so would I. <clears throat> I watched a Steven Soderbergh movie called Unsane. So these are, wow, this is what you did. For vacation, yeah. every night you just went and found a random movie. Yeah. You should have asked me. I could have curated no, some no, things no. for you. No, no, no. I was being like the normies. Yeah. I was seeing how the other side does it. Bad movie. Then I, I watched most of The Conjuring. Stupid. So don't, you know, mostly what I did is I'd watch like some of these movies, realize they're awful, and then I was I started rewatching What We Do in the Shadows because season three comes right, out right. Uh, this week. But just, I don't know how you, you people do it. 
Like people, oh, you curation, you, you watch all these boring movies. No, you don't. You don't. You, first of all, all of you guys sit there scrolling through Netflix for hours and hours on end just to probably watch the same crap you've already watched 50 times. Why do you keep pointing at me when you're telling well, the story? It's just, <laughs> if the shoe fits. And then it's like you just wind up watching garbage. None of these movies were good. So, no, I'm glad I'm going to leave the normie ways behind. I'm going back to snobbery. All right. It, it's better. I just watched a movie in preparation for an uncensored episode that I proposed. So, listeners, if you are part of our Patreon feed, which you can find at patreon.com forward slash the sci-fi Christian, you know that we have an uncensored feed that Ben leads. I did propose, though, because as we've talked about movies we liked uh, in the past, there are some movies I liked maybe during high school or college that surprised Ben. So, you know, R-rated comedies, such as, I was going to spoil one, Office Space. Yeah. I love Office Space. But what would I feel about it now? Right, I right. loved it back then. What would I think now? So I had this idea for the uncensored feed to pick out in my own head my favorite, uh, from my memory, my favorite R-rated comedies, and then go through and watch them. Yeah, and then that that would be the episode. So both of us do top five R-rated comedies. And I did watch a movie from that list. I have a story about it, but I'll save it for the show. I just watched for the first time in over fifteen years, Wedding Crashers. Yeah, I heard your story about this. Uh, you've heard it, but no one else has. Right. So we'll save it. So I I don't think you're ready for that episode though yet. Correct? Have you done I, your list? I mean, I have I have potentials on the okay. list. Maybe I'll, next I'll, week. Yeah, maybe next week. So watch for that on the uncensored feed. Top five R-rated comedies. Uh, it's harder than you'd think, actually, because I, I realize that a lot of the stuff I like, like like The Hangover is a good example. Mm-hmm. I like inappropriate humor, and there were parts of that movie I laughed at. But as a movie, it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of R-rated comedies kind of fall into that. Yeah. And then there's others like Wes Anderson. Do you consider like Life Aquatic an R-rated comedy? Kind of. I know. This is such a good question because yeah. another one, it was hard for me to make the list. I have made the list in case we did it tonight. Uh, but, again, maybe this is a little bit spoilers for the upcoming episode. But I really enjoy... This is Spinal Tap, yeah, which so happens to be an R-rated comedy, but is it really? That it doesn't oh, exactly. That was easy for me. It doesn't exactly fit into what I pictured when I was picturing. You the were episode. thinking like Wedding Crashers, old school, exactly, that, yes. exactly. Another one. Um, what? The, this one's not going to be on my list, but Forty-Year-Old uh, Virgin, right? Like, right, something like that. Step Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, you get the idea. So then, what's your? That you're going to help me answer this question then. Would you include Spinal Tap and well, Life Aquatic? I, I included Spinal Tap. I didn't include Life Aquatic. Oh, so you did put that on there. Maybe I should have. But yeah, if you want to narrow it to more like raunchy comedies. Yeah, I guess. I think that's what I was thinking. Like the raunchy bro comedies. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. But I hate not to mention those two great movies. Because right. I, I guess now we're just going all in. Let's hold off. I have some thoughts, but let's right. hold off. Uh, so okay, good conversation. We'll we'll continue that. Come next to week. the answer uncensored feed. That will be probably the cleanest uncensored feed episode we have, and it's because I'm leading it. The the one on raunchy movies. <laughs> oh, can I tease one more thing for the uncensored yeah. feed? Very special episode tonight. Our first ever uncensored feed product review. Oh my goodness! I've <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> It's not what you think. No. What do you think? I'm not thinking okay. anything. I'm open to whatever happens. <laughs> I those episodes I basically just I'm not gonna through. say anything more. Okay. I'm not okay. gonna I'm just gonna say the first uncensored product review. All right, I'm gonna move on. Uh, films. 
Probably the film, the new film I think that we're most looking forward to. Did you just say the first first podcast-related word that popped into your head? <laughs> Let's get away from wherever he's at. Movies. <laughs> so the, I think the movie that you and I are looking forward to the most, as a, I mean, let me think of this is true. As a podcast, as po- podcast co-host, the movie we're most looking forward to seeing together this year is Dune. 100%. I don't think we're going to see any others together, except for maybe James Bond. Yeah. James, and if I can convince you to come to Spider-Man. Uh, you won't. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. Did you see the new No Time to Die trailer drop No, I, I really don't watch trailers anymore. I've moved okay. away from that. But uh, what I was going to tell you is the runtime has been revealed. Yeah. 155 or 154. Yeah. Two hours, 35 minutes, people. What do you think? Are you ha- I, like? Are you happy about that? I don't know. Yeah. for it gets, I wouldn't be happy if it was the whole book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you figure two, two and a half hour movies, so five hours of Dune. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's a Netflix movie that you did watch, but I think you would probably fall into that category you were saying before. Uh, Army of the Dead. We both watched that earlier this year. Not yeah. a great movie, but it was kind of fun. Well, they're doing a prequel. I don't exactly understand this prequel. It's being released already this year. Yeah, uh, it's wait. by the safe guy. It's about one of the yeah the character that can the character that can crack the safe. And it's I called, think he's directing it too. Oh, really? It's called Army of Thieves. I mean, I, I don't know. This seems I'm weird. That this not that, interested. Yeah, I don't feel very interested either. But of all of the things that have a cinematic universe, this movie that came out I think in May has another movie coming out in October related to it. Kind of weird. Well. That's Netflix for you. So October 29th, you can watch Army of Thieves. I'm not saying I won't watch it. I'm not saying I will watch it. I I would watch it if the reviews come out and are very positive. Okay. Similar to you know a movie that just came out, <coughs> Reminiscence on HBO right, Max. Yes. I was going to watch that. My reviews are terrible. Really? I was also interested, but I haven't had time. I, yeah. I feel like I don't have time to do anything film-wise these days. I, yeah. I In fact, I was watching on average, I mean, not literally one a day, but I... Because I maybe I'd watch, you know, finish two a day. Something. I guess what I'm trying to say is I was almost watching one a month for a while here this year. Yikes. Uh, and I just looked in August. I've only viewed 14 movies, I think. Oh. Which is still pretty good. But it's it's definitely down by half or a little under half. Ben, do you know how Sony had about the worst name for a cinematic universe you could have? Do you remember I, what it was? I, don't remember it, but I I vaguely recall that this happened. The Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. Yeah, that was awful. They've rebranded. Do you like this better? Sony's Spider-Man Universe. I mean, it's basically conceding he's the only Marvel character they own. <laughs> and anybody related to him. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's happening. All right. I, it's weird. We've been podcasting so long together. Even though I have other news, I can tell when the momentum is over. No, it's it's okay. I'm out of vacation stories. I've got one last piece I know you'll Actually, like. Actually, I have one more I can share. Oh, I've got... Oh, man, I've got a great last news. All right. I almost just want to go to it, but I'm not quite ready. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Share a vacation thing, and then well, we'll wrap just, this up. Like, you know, when I talk about the normies, this will help to... <laughs> is this still happening? <laughs> this will help to highlight what I mean. So there's this giant Ferris wheel... In Myrtle Beach. Okay. And so my kids wanted to ride it. And it was completely overpriced. But it was fun. You know, we had a good time. It just wasn't worth the money. But it's the type of thing while you're on vacation. And I guess that's the type of thing you do. So this was the time when we ventured into the boardwalk. And, ah, you know, the Walmart people were there. Uh, It was a little like Army of the Dead, actually, speaking of that. Um, But so we get there. And there's this giant line. 
Like just a massive line, probably, and based on the rate it was going for the minute or two we were standing there, it looked like it would probably take an hour to get through this line. And it was for people to buy tickets to ride the Ferris wheel. So you're thinking, well, I guess this is it. We have to go stand in this stupid line or come back another day. But then I look, and next to the line, there's a, a, a second gate that says, if you've already purchased tickets, go through here. So what do you think I did? Well, I did is I pulled out my phone and bought tickets online. And that's that's a perfect, like nobody else, you have these masses of people just standing in this line who don't stop to think of another way around it. And that's when I talk about the normies. That's what I mean. What's your point in saying all these stories? What, my point is like this, this is like what you're dealing with when you talk about the the masses, the average Joe out there. They wait for an hour in a line when they could do what I did. Like I bought these tickets, walked through the gate, they scanned the QR code on my phone, and we got on the stupid Ferris wheel. I mean, I'm fine with you sharing this story, but it seems like the theme is why I'm better than others. <laughs> well, clear. Wait a second. Wait a second. Based on this story, wouldn't you have to say that's an objective fact, at least in this one instance? You made a good choice. Yeah. The other day I was in line at Chick-fil-A. This is like yesterday, I think. And the way this particular Chick-fil-A parking lot and drive through is set up, there is strangely... Uh, not a street, but it's in the middle of a parking lot, and there you kind of have to leave an open space, even if you're in a long line for Chick Fil A yeah. in the drive-through. And this pickup truck zoomed in, and just <laughs> even though there's like three cars, including my own, passed the space, just got, went it and started heading right up into the drive-through line. Wow! And I was like, you know what? That's a pretty good move. <laughs> like, all right, you yeah. save some time. I mean, the, I was a little bit mad, but it I was wasn't a little bad. I wasn't in her. But mine wasn't bad. It was just smart. Oh, yeah. But isn't like the point that there's uh, people waste so much time because they they're scrolling through Netflix. They're 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 not thinking. You know, they're staying where you shouldn't stay in Myrtle Beach. They're they're waiting in long lines. It's like it just amazes you that some people can get out of bed in the morning. I'm gonna give you one last piece of news. Uh, before the last news of the day. All right. Here we go. I can't remember which of us enjoyed this Stephen King book more, but both of us, I believe, really liked Salem's Lot. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorites. Uh, well, I didn't even know it's being adapted into a film. And they've cast somebody who I'm not familiar with, but I'll just go ahead and state it here because sometimes I do like when I go back and listen to old episodes. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that actor back then, and now I do. Are you familiar with Lewis Pullman? Nope. Well, he's the lead in Salem's Lot. You probably won't like it, though, because it's a, a vampire movie that's probably going to be R-rated. I know. I often like books more. Like, if it's going to be something scary like that, yeah, a book would be better for me than a movie, for sure. I agree. Lewis Carroll? Yep, that's right. Lewis Carroll. Look it up. All right, here we go. Are you ready? I really want you to hear this last news. It's right. very good. Ben, I think one of us predicted something correctly. Oh, that's awesome. And I don't know which of us, but okay. I remember talking about this when we were guessing... What could the fourth Matrix be titled? Oh, I did predict this. The Matrix Resurrection. Yeah, I predicted this. Or Resurrections, this. plural. Yeah. It might have been me. I don't think so. I Brian? Th- yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Brian? Uh, so eventually when you get to this part of the history, Brian, who is our, our archivist, we'll have to see which of us guesses correctly. But you know, in some ways, kind of easy to figure out based yeah. on what we've seen and the R sequel theme. Right. Our titled sequel themes. Uh, so, Resurrection is not a hard guess, but I'm glad that we got it right. So, The Matrix, Resurrection. And are you looking forward to this movie? I will admit that I am. 
Very much so. Do you think it's going to be good? Those are two different questions. I know. I'm worried it's not going to be good, but I am a fan of this this uh, series. I would say I'm looking forward to it a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. But I don't think it will be good. I think that when it's all said and done, my final ranking of the four movies will be, number one, Matrix. Number two, I, I still love Reloaded. <sighs> number three, Resurrections, I'm guessing here. And number four, I, I'm really not a big fan of Revolutions. So I think that will be my least favorite when this is all said and done. You never know. All right, I'm going to hit the music, Ben. But next up, an episode I'm really looking forward to. A book series I've only just... I feel like I'm, I'm just at the tip of the iceberg Turn, with it. Turns out Lily was the real source of the Wachowski magic. What do you mean, what do you mean by that? That's who they... The, the, remember when they were brothers? Yeah. You know, they're sisters now. Yeah. So their names are Lana and Lily. Okay. So you're saying, is Lily... Is she doing this by herself? One of them's doing it by themselves. Okay. I think Lana's doing it by themselves. Okay. And then... So what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, when it sucks... And you go, oh, Lily was the Wachowski magic. Okay, so you're think you are assuming it's going to be bad. Yeah. Like what you, I I know it's way early. Give us your predicted rating for Resurrections. Uh, two and a half stars. I don't think it'll be like the worst thing ever. You yeah. Know? So I don't think it's going to be like Joss Whedon Justice League bad. I think it's going to be three and a half for me. That's my my prediction. Well, that, 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 that's the Matt Anderson bump. Yeah, the one point difference. Okay, interesting. Well. Oh, I was trying to I was trying to tease yeah, the next episode. Tease. Foundation by Isaac Asimov. I read the first book last year, really liked it. Ben encouraged me to read the second book, and I can't remember why you're in the middle of them right now. You just are you doing well, there's the, the TV series is coming out. Okay. Like in just a few weeks. Okay. Do you have Apple Plus? I do for a year because I bought a, an iPad last year. Oh, okay. So had you read these books before? Yes. And how many are those? Like 10 or Shouldn't more? Shouldn't we do right? this on the... Yes, you're right. Anyways, <laughs> check out the next episode to talk about Foundation. <laughs> That's over here. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Ben DeVoto. And we're the Sci-Fi Christians signing off. Goodbye. <laughs> you're right. You were right. I mean, it's a good tease, but we're going to just repeat it all in five minutes. You're right.